0: Whoa, it's already Fat Tuesday. Oh my goodness. I kind of celebrated Fat Monday (laughs) yesterday. I had pizza and wine and I watched this awesome show called um, Our Planet, I think it was, with my stepson a bunch of episodes and oh my goodness, it was so well done. The filming was just phenomenal. We watched uh, the Antarctic, and then the below the sea wildlife, and a couple of uh, rainforest, and how the forest, you know, actually can regenerate itself through fires and all this kind of stuff, and how dependent all of the different animals and fish and coral and all the wildlife just is, kind of dependent on each other to sustainable and to keep that ecosystem going. It was just phenomenal. And I just sat there and I'm like, God, you are awesome. (laughs) Like, this is incredible what you have created. And I just, it just was an amazing evening. And it made me reflect on something beyond my life and the human life and just how much there is in this world that God has put here for beauty To sustain us from a food perspective, but also to sustain us for life. Like when forests are burnt to the ground, acres and acres and acres, that's got something to do with, you know, the carbon dioxide and the atmosphere of oxygen that we breathe. It's just so cool. Everything was just overwhelming last night, including all that pizza and wine. I feel a little gross today, (laughs) so I don't know what I'm going to do today for Fat Tuesday. And... Excuse me. See, Fat Tuesday, I'm burping. I'm going to keep that on the podcast. Anyway, today there could be people over in, you know, another part of the world who are starting Lent that are listening to these. I know for sure we've got some people in New Zealand and Australia and not too, too terribly far away from us on the other side of the pond. And I just want to, you're getting closer and closer and closer to Lent. So I hope that everyone has prayed to God to say, hey, what do you want me to do? And I've gone through this day after day after day because what I wanted to do, I thought he wanted me to do, but he didn't. Okay, I thought he wants me to quit wine. He wants me to go completely without wine for 40 days. And after prayer, I found out, yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he wants me to manage my wine. He wants me to exercise temperance and I figured this out because I asked him (laughs) I have a relationship with my husband where we have a couple of drinks on Friday night on Saturday night and sometimes on Sunday and that's our pastime we used to do it every night but we've really cut down on the weekday and so I asked him do you want me to stop drinking wine and he said no And I said, okay, what is it that you want me to do? And I kept feeling in my heart, he wanted me to fast every day in a big way. And I said, is it one meal a day, one small meal a day? And yeah, he said, yes. And I was like, holy cow, every day? And he said, yes. I do have to ask him about Sunday. I kind of prayed for it, but I didn't hang around for the answer. I was like, okay, but maybe on Sunday, a little bit bigger meal? Because here's the deal. In Lent, for those of you who don't know, it's 46 days, which means Sundays throughout Lent, you are able to have whatever it is that you're giving up. So if it's wine, you can have wine on Sunday, or you can choose to bust through the whole time all every day all of the days 46 days and make it all the way it's up to you but on sundays we are called to celebrate it's a feast day we are not supposed to fast it is the lord's day we're celebrating the resurrection even in the penitential season of lent so i have to find out what he wants me to do on sundays but I've pretty much got my answer that every single day, one meal a day, and I know why he is doing this. He needs me to be in constant prayer with him all day, every day, because guess what? Lent is crazy for me. First of all, when I am home, I'm not sure if my husband will be here. He may be traveling, so there could be days where I'm on my own, and I don't have to make dinner, and that's okay. Then there are days when I'm traveling, I'm at the airport, I'm having dinners or breakfasts, prayer breakfasts even, or lunches with people that I'm speaking to, and there are people's places that I'm staying at and other things that go on that are very not regular, right? It's There's nothing regular about the Lenten season for me. And then of course, you've got weekends where I'm at home with the whole family and cooking and that type of stuff. So it's going to be a daily, daily grabbing God's hand and saying, okay, Lord, first of all, help me get through this. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't eat all day every day. But one of the struggles I'm going to have is every morning, I love my coffee and cream. So if I start with coffee and cream, then that's going to be my my meal, right? I'm going to have to make breakfast and then not eat for the rest of the day. So is it going to be coffee with no cream and then wait until dinner? Or will it be, you know, my first few cups will just be black. And then later on in the morning, I'll have, you know, coffee with cream and then a lunch? I mean, (laughs) this is going to be insane. And I feel that God is all about exactly that. Every day should be a day that you take my hand and live every moment with me, offering up my pain, my hunger pangs, my confusion on when I'm, (laughs) what I'm supposed to do what today and praying my way through it with him this is what I feel I am being called to everybody else is being called to something else I'm also being called to get up get up every day and make sure that you start your day with prayer with me I'm super good on the weekdays super good with it on the weekends not so much because when my husband's home and we're sleeping in or, on, you know, it's on the weekend where he can sleep in, I don't want to set my alarm for five, wake the whole family up and therefore wake him up. I mean, he's under a lot of stress. He's doing a lot of stuff at, at, at work supporting us and I don't want to ruin his sleep. So I did. I prayed on that. I said, do you want me to get up at five every morning? And he didn't say yes. Yes. But I know that he's challenging me to get up and pray before mass because on Saturdays and Sundays, I pray after mass. So I don't do my prep kind of reading. I do read. I'll, I'll listen to the readings on the way to church sometimes, which isn't cool. I don't contemplate it or I think he's calling me maybe to read and do some Lectio Divina before the day, right? So do it the night before so that I'm not just kind of rolling into church and it's all fresh and I haven't kind of meditated on any of it. But I know that God's calling you to something as well. And remember fasting without prayer is just a diet. You must deepen your spiritual life with God some way, shape or form. Perhaps maybe it's ensuring that you pray while you fast. When you're having that struggle or when that temptation comes to have that whatever it is that you've decided to abstain from, and I hope that all of you are doing something with food and drink, that it's not just abstaining from, excuse me, Facebook or social media or, you know, your favorite Netflix show or something like that. That's always good to add that in addition, but try to go for something on the food and drink side of the house. It's true bodily mortification, and it is what is all over the Bible. God, Moses, I should say Jesus, who is God, yes, we know, but Jesus, Moses, there's so many out there. Daniel's fast, right? He just basically ate vegetables. It's its really uh, important to abstain from food and or drink. Okay, enough. I'm not preaching here. I'm really not. And that is where I go next because let's not be boastful or brag about how we're doing this Lent. Let's, let's keep it just like God wants us to keep it, right? Go pray in the room with the door closed, you know, just keep it between you and me. Get out there and shower. Don't be mopey. Don't be whining and complaining and let everybody know how much you're sacrificing and what you're doing because that's not what it's about. This is between you and God. This is your sacrifice, your love for him, and every moment that you struggle and you suffer, pray to God and say, Lord, I love you so much. I remember exactly What you went through for the love of me. You hung on the cross for three hours in the most brutal pain, suffocating after being beaten by 5,480 bloody blows, wounds, cuts, gashes, gorges in your body. You went through dragging that ridiculous heavy cross for so long up to that hill on Calvary discouraging all of that you did because you love me I can do this because I love you all right everyone enjoy your fat Tuesday (laughs) do whatever it is that you got to get out of your system and you know what do that for the love of God too because this is put into the church for a reason on the feast days we're supposed to feast On the fast days, we're supposed to fast. Um, it's, It's made for a reason. It's funny. I was talking. I'm going to add one more thing. I was talking to my spiritual director and he said, you know, a lot of people are out there dieting and doing all these things, trying this diet and that diet. And he said, I wonder if everybody lived their life and conformed their life to the church, what we all might be like. Meaning you fast on the fast days, you feast on the feast days, and you do what the church tells you to do every day. It was an interesting concept. I have not adopted that in my life, <laughs> but it was uh it was a eye opener to me. I was like, that's, that's interesting thinking about that here. But I'm definitely through these days of Lent going to offer it in love and going to be joyful to the world about it. And I'm going to pay attention to how my spiritual life is, what my prayer life is, is, is like, and what my whole day is like as I constantly scream to God to get me through every moment. It's going to be hard. Like I said, I don't eat all day every day, but, you know, I eat twice a day, probably, <laughs> you know, so, and one smaller meal once a day is going to be, it's going to be interesting. Alrighty, everyone. I love you so much. Go out there and be the light. God bless you. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it. Because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out. Because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love. That only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.